All right, here we work. go. There we go. But- buttons do work, apparently. Uh, <laughs> welcome back to the Talking Average Fitness Podcast. If you have been following along at home, you should know by now that my name is Sam Burns, and um, my Zoom background changes maybe hourly, depending on where I am in the house. I'm actually downstairs in the basement in my wife's like work from home office and it is really nice and i'm gonna be really sad when i have to move out of this place (laughs) i'm joined as always by my good friend mr kevin mccarthy kevin how the hell are you today sir still worse than you at rowing Um, (laughs) maybe um yeah i'm 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 doing pretty good doing pretty good how are you doing today sam i can't complain you're smashing that caffeination again how's yeah how's daddy duty number two Daddy duty number two is awesome. Um, and also, so f- funny enough, the guy uh, from More Plates, More Dates, uh, Derek. Yeah. So his, if you if you've never watched More Plates, More Dates, it's a YouTube channel. The guy has the same knowledge as an endocrinologist and talks about like steroids and hormones and like what happens in the body and <clears throat> the interrelationship between steroids and hormones and what it does to your body and stuff like that. Well, he has a supplement company. And so if you can imagine, um, Kevin's just piecing the fuck out. <laughs> he has a supplement company. And so if you can imagine someone who's got the brain of an endocrinologist who is then building supplements, this is what he does. And so his company's called Gorilla Mind. They make a like an energy drink that is five calories and a whole bunch of like science-supported compounds that are um, built into it. And it's... It's pretty legit. I'm not going to lie. Like, it's not like pre-workout where I'm ready to like bite my way through a bar of titanium, but like this is a, this is a legit energy energy drink and it's not jittery, but like, like my brain is doing stuff and I'm prepped and I'm ready. I feel sharp. Mm. Yeah. There we go. Did you mix some creatine into it to see if it has the nootropic <laughs> Does it have uh, creatine? Effects? That one might. Yeah, this one might. That, that's, that's, the, it's pronounced rain, right? I'm not. No, this crazy. isn't rain. This is gorilla mind. So this oh, is, never mind. Sorry. Yeah. I saw the logo and was like, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Gorilla mind. No. Got it. Uh, this one, you know, it's, it does, it's caffeine, alpha GPC, um, a bunch of other things that I can't pronounce, you know, but it, they're all science supported compounds and he does a great mm-hmm. job of like walking through what those compounds are. Um, gotcha. but all in all daddy daycare is, <clears throat> is amazing. There we go. <clears throat> it helps that we've done this before. Um, yes. so this isn't our, our first go round. Um, yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're happy. We're rocking. We're, you know, everybody's primarily up and awake and caffeine is a godsend. There we go. Fantastic. Yeah, Fantastic. So as we so often do, we go back and forth and we, we send texts, we send Instagram messages. We're like, we should talk about this. We should talk about this. And now we're at the point now, which is funny to think about. I have people reaching out to me on the internet and being like, yeah. Hey, would you talk about this? Or, Hey, yeah. you should talk about this. Mm-hmm. Add <clears> it and, to our long, extremely long list of topic, potential topics to talk oh, about. And when we, when we started this, we started with, <clears throat> we started with like 50 topics or something like that. If I go back to that list, something stupid. Yeah. The yeah, original list was like 50 topics of it a is. Lot of it's... methodology stuff. A lot of like, um, not running an affiliate, but like running classes and class structure and um, stuff like that. How to not yes. coach like a dingus. Um, so plenty of topics similar to those things that were um, some of them were, you know, broad brushstrokes. Some were like very minute, like nuanced yeah. detail type things, but yeah. um, lots of topics. And I, I honestly think the topic list as we've been going and chewing through episodes, I honestly think it's gotten longer. <laughs> like well, we're like, we'll, we'll knock off one topic, add three more. <laughs> well, that's, that's even when we keep track of things. Cause there, right. there are sometimes where we're like, Oh, Hey, we're going to just do this. And it never makes it to that list. So we have a bunch exactly, of episodes yeah where we pulled people in and we talked about things and it never made it to the list. So I know for a fact right. we're over 50 topics and we've yeah. got like 35 in the bag. Um, yeah. But then every once in a while something pops up and you have to kind of address it. Um, yeah. And today is an example of that. So <clears throat> making the rounds on social media and I have seen it, I've seen it on the Savon podcast. Uh, I've seen Tim Kennedy talk about it. Um, this example is from a, a Brazilian jiu-jitsu group. <clears throat> it's 
so we're going to show the video, right? And I'm, mm-hmm. I'm gonna, I'm not usually a fan of trigger warnings, but like, it's an uncomfortable video to watch. It's very yeah. short. I want to make yeah. clear from the outset that, um, there's no grave bodily injury, you know, or anything like that, <clears throat> but it's a very uncomfortable situation because it shows a child in peril. All right. Yeah. Um, and so if you've got little kids and you're uncomfortable with that concept, like just be forewarned. Um, mm-hmm. but it's important to look at this because, well, it, it, it provides the opportunity to create a discussion and mm-hmm. that is worth doing. I think. Yeah. And, um, and this video should kind of scare you a little bit. I mean, I don't have kids. It scared me. I like, yeah. I sat there, I just sat, watching this video was like, Oh shit. Like it, it's, and it's just one of those, there's not much else you can say whilst watching it for the first time. If you haven't seen this video, you're watching it, you're going to sit there and go, Oh fuck. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's, it's real. And then our discussion is going to get real. Yeah. And, and as we so often do, um, we may hurt your feelings and that's okay. Um, well, not I heard, intentionally, but no, no, no. Right. I heard something recently where someone accused another person of being like, Oh, well, you're a, what was the phrase that was used is, uh, you're very provocative, you know? Mm. And the person responded, he's like, I, I'm not provocative. What I do is I speak the truth. And then sometimes people can feel provoked. Mm. Um, but I don't seek from the outset yeah. to be provocative. Right. And so that, that's, that may be the situation here. We may end up talking about things that provoke a response. Mm-hmm. Personally, I have no problem provoking a response. I believe there's a space to create a, to create a response. Um, and have a discussion around that. And we've always aimed to do that. So I'm going to, I'm going to plug this in and we're going to, we're going to watch the video. Um, so what we're looking at here, and this is the most complete version of the film that I've seen. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've seen various different bits that are chopped and cut. Um, I'm going to let it play through. It's only about 30 seconds and I've, I've pulled out the audio so what we're looking at is a camera, like a phone filming a security camera video, right? Yeah, so we'll, pl- yeah. we'll play through the entire thing once, um, and then we'll come back and we'll offer comments. So kind of backing all the way up here, there's, there's obviously a bunch that can be said like right Mm -hmm. from the get go. Yep. Uh, the first is, I mean, like as soon as the video starts, I mean, this card is rolling. Yeah. It's, it's not in a great spot just where it is. Well, and, and like all strollers have locks. And right. so like on the, on the wheels and <clears throat> I mean, this looks like the same stro- one of the, like a similar model to the one Katie and I have, like it's a Graco mm-hmm. and right on the wheels, like the way it's set up, you, you set the stroller up, you lock it so that it doesn't move around while you try to put the kid in it. Because like if mm-hmm. a kid is of a certain age or whatever, they might be fucking right. throwing, f- flailing yeah. about. So yeah. it just makes your life easier. So there's a a slope, not a, not a level service, obviously. And, right. and the stroller's not locked. Yeah. Um, and for better or for worse, like that's on this person. Yeah. Like, and I think, uh, before we kind of continue just for anyone that might not be watching, they may be listening. If, if that's true, if you, if you that. are, if you are just listening, I would recommend hopping over to YouTube and being able to watch the video because it is something to see if you haven't seen it yet. Yes. Essentially, it's a clip of there's a woman who has a child in a stroller next to her car. Um, she's got a car door open, maybe like loading groceries or something. Yeah. Um, and the stroller starts rolling away towards the road, like into traffic. Yeah. Um, and, and, and there's very she, it's multiple lanes of traffic, yeah, like multiple this is, lane road. It's a major yeah. road. Um, yeah. It's not like, a you know, like an I-95 highway type deal, but it's a major road going it's, through there. It's for sure like a route one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something like that. So. 
strollers rolling she notices she goes trying to catch she she trips and falls over um and after she falls over she can't get back up she's trying to like lunge her way up she's trying to like push her way up but she can't physically get herself up off the ground and she's just watching as her child rolls away um luckily there is a bystander that notices this happening and runs and grabs the stroller before it can roll into the road so Mm -hmm. all's good and then he and another bystander help this woman up um, at the end of the video but the Mm -hmm. caption on the video says you owe it to your children to maintain a baseline of physical fitness if you can't get up from a minor fall even with the threat of losing your child looming over you let this video be a wake-up call now I, I take exception with the language that is used in that caption mm-hmm. only because I think it downplays what happens to this, yep. to this woman in the video. And yeah, and th- I, and, I agree. Yeah. And thank you for coming back and reminding me that not everybody is watching this on a, on a video. So I'm but, glad you but did you that. Should. If, if, if you are just listening, I would highly recommend, even if it's once this podcast is done, you're done listening. Yeah. Hop back onto YouTube just to see the video, just for reference. Absolutely. But, so <clears throat> kind of coming through it. So like when, when the video starts, the the stroller is already rolling and this woman has mm-hmm. very clearly seen it and yep. she's she's at her car right now. And as soon as it starts rolling, I'm going to drag and we're going to kind of, we're going to kind of, um, what do you call it? Like slow-mo, frame Sl- by frame. We're going to scroll through. We're going to scroll through. So as it starts, she sees. Yeah. And it's one step, two step yeah and then she she trips hard yeah. and so I don't know it, if she trips over her feet or if she just like she got moving faster than her feet could move and that's what caused the because she didn't trip there's not like an object there to trip over so she either no. like crossed her feet she yeah. either did like a you know like a you clipped your own foot type deal or she got herself moving faster than her feet were moving and that's what led to her falling yeah and it's and regardless of regardless of what causes it, i mean yeah Yes and no. Um, regardless of what causes it, it's not a minor fall. No, this she is, takes a digger. Yeah, like what ha- what it and I'm gonna kind of scroll through this as slow as I can. So what happens is the feet go and the feet are totally behind her. She is intent yeah. on getting to this stroller. Yeah. And I believe this left foot tags the right heel. I believe that's yeah. what happened. Yeah, that, you can see it right there. She she clipped her own mm-hmm. foot. Right. And so, and so what happens is that left foot never makes it out in front and she's gotten her entire body weight and mass moving forward. And she's at what looks to be a a pretty severe angle, like a 35 or 40 degree angle. Yeah. She's She's moving. Yeah. She's moving with a purpose and, you know, with good intention. And Mm -hmm. when that leg doesn't make it up to arrest Mm -hmm. that forward fall, the full fucking weight and inertia carries her and her head down onto the ground and yeah. it it looks like it hurts and yeah she, she, goes, she does a, like yeah I mean, if, you, if you're going first, slow enough you'll probably see like her head kind of like recoils off the yeah like so that it's, that was a good one me first hands Face and it's on the floor and, and like it's so hard that the feet come up behind her so like yeah the weight is driving her head forward into the ground. Yeah. If you've ever seen like those snowboard videos or where they like do like the scorpion, like, you know, the heels touch the back of your head. Like that's yeah. essentially what she's going towards is like full torso on the floor, lower body off the floor, like yeah. going, the, you know, skidding on her face. So yeah. it wasn't uh, the, the caption says a minor fall. I wouldn't categorize that as a minor fall. That was no. a considering, especially the size of the human. That was a pretty major <clears throat> fall. Like that one didn't feel good. Yeah, but and 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 we'll get to the we'll get to the anthropometrics in a second here. So obviously this is this is a hard fall. I mean, it was partially arrested by the knee, and I think that's that factors into what we see after this. So yeah. she falls hard on that left knee, and then takes a digger to the face, and it's her whole body weight going yeah. driving that skull into the concrete. <clears throat> and to her credit. The moment her head recoils off the concrete, she's trying to, she's trying to get up. And yeah. so what we see after this is like, and right here, like she's fucked up. Yeah. So well, like she goes, she kind of like stumbles sideways a little bit. To... Yeah. She goes to drive off that leg and something isn't functioning, whether it's yeah. 
the joint in the knee, whether there's just like so much, she might've cracked a patella. She, she's done something and it is bad enough that she cannot get up off the ground. And what we're seeing now is she's essentially on the ground, pronated face down, facing toward the stroller. And she, she cannot, and she's now she's trying to get up on the other leg and she can't like that left leg is fucked up somehow. Yeah. Um, well, she also like good to fair chance. There's like a concussion somewhere in there. Yeah. And that's disc exactly discounting entirely anything that might be going on neurologically. Neurologically. Yep. She might've cracked an orbital socket. She could like not be able to see. <clears throat> I mean, there's any number of things. This is a horrible angle to be, to be able to actually yeah. tell the severity of the fall. Um, but by this point in time, so this is a 30-second video, it starts immediately, and 12 seconds in, it's apparent that someone, another human, is going to come in and take care of that stroller. And so yeah, this guy runs, and he yeah. grabs the stroller. He's like, I've got it. You know, you you just stay there. And and she's, and you can tell, like, she's in serious pain. This is some, yeah. this is some serious discomfort. Yeah. She she's also like she's trying to fix her clothes a little bit so she's not I don't know. Yeah, and like look at that look at that angle on the knee, that valgus there. Like something's wrong with that knee. Yeah. Um yeah. she's maybe she's not putting... wrong beforehand, you never know. Yeah, there, there's but... that too. Um you know, and and so she's not putting a lot I mean, of weight on that knee. Yeah, she she just took a few limping steps there for those yeah. watching. Yeah. Limping a little bit, obviously. Yeah. And and so this is all of this is so like up here, like as much as possible, I want to ignore the caption that is because this is, mm. you know, this account again, this is a Brazilian, a Brazilian Jiu Jitsu account on TikTok. Yeah. Um, this is their opinion, and that's fine. You're like, I'm not mm. gonna, I, I want to ignore it. I want to try to take the video at face value here. Um, so obviously, a, a very, a very terrifying and very painful experience for this woman. Um, and it should be said before we go any further, thank God that there were a number of people who Mm -hmm. were there and could intercede. And, you know, I would like, I would like to believe that anyone driving down the road, you know, and I'm counting at least two lanes of traffic here, maybe three, two, maybe three. Uh, I, I would like to believe that anyone coming down the road would because it doesn't look like there are any major yeah. obstructions visually. They would be able to see the stroller. They'd be able to stop. And yeah. like something would something else would make this okay. But thankfully, there were other people there. And so the child was not put in any more danger. So there's that. That's, you know, there's a, there's a great line from Ryan Holiday in his book, The Ego is the Enemy. There is no good or bad without us. There is the event that happens. And then there's this story we tell ourselves about what that means. So this is the event. Wow. That's a great line. That's wow. Yeah. Holiday is kind of a, a a smart cat. He, (laughs) do you know his story? No, but I just like that. Um, that, that line you just said, just like hit me like a ton of bricks. It's because basically like, it's a, a similar idea to, um, there's like the event that happened and like what happens next, like your reaction determines like, the I forget how it's phrased, but it's basically like your the way that you react determines like the how you proceed from whatever it was that happened or something yeah. like that. So that's what yeah. it kind of reminded me of. But that was well said. Well, it's I like to say that most of the time, if something falls out of my mouth, I stole it from someone else. So you can't <laughs> give me that much credit. So I wasn't gonna, but <laughs> I'm glad to. I'm glad to sing. I'm glad to see that we can bring in a, an appropriate amount of gravitas to the situation here. Yeah. So that's the event that happens, right? So now, what do we want to tell ourselves about what this means, right? So I think we can we can make some general assumptions, right? Mm-hmm. Um, we can make some observations. Um, so kind of, for example, pulling this back, right? So just by looking at anthropometrics, um, 
this is the body of the per, of a person who um, has not been engaging in, for example, functional fitness regularly three to five times a week, reaching appropriate intensity, and trying to um, reorder body composition, maintain muscle mass, maintain flexibility and strength and power, right? You know, you you don't, like, you don't get a body that looks like that by accident. You get a body that looks like mm-hmm. that by doing those things. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm not going to make, I'm not going to make any, um, like, there's nothing wrong with that. Right. Mm-hmm. In and of itself, right. there are simply consequences and trade-offs yep. for everything. Mm-hmm. Yep. And so in this situation, We've got a person who maybe by dint of opportunity has not had the chance to improve their overall physical fitness. Um, but I think it can be assumed that yeah, uh, this is a six lane highway. Fuck me. I'm just looking at the cars here. There's three cars on the opposite side. Yeah. I think it's three lanes each way. Yeah. So this is like a straight up route one thing. Um, that's terrifying. Um, like it can, it can be assumed that some amount of choice has placed this person in a position where their capability is what we see here. Mm -hmm. Right. And what that means is by dint of fate, this person was placed in this situation and because of the some of the decisions they have made to this point in their life part of what happened physically for this human being mm-hmm. i don't think it's a stretch to say can be uh extrapolated out of their decisions that they've made to this point um yep i you ha- think that's fully fair and and I, I say that based on, like, I'm not saying that anyone who takes a hard fall wouldn't be messed up. Like, you crack a patella or you fucking crack an orbital socket, like, you're going to be messed up. However, yeah. a person who regularly engages in physical fitness mm-hmm. is going to, as a general statement, have better balance, better coordination. They're right. going to have um, better... The, you spend the time practicing things like sprinting or running mm-hmm. or lunging mm-hmm. or jumping. Like your body retains those things outside of the gym environment. Yeah. And that's why the 10 general physical skills are what they are. Um, and I think that even if, if you had a person who, for whom regular functional fitness was a part of their life yeah. placed in this situation, Right off the bat, the likelihood that they end up catching a foot on their own heel. I was going to say they probably less. wouldn't probably f- wouldn't have fallen in the first place. It, it, um, they probably wouldn't, and even if yep. they did, so mm-hmm. even if they did, there's well, this yeah, I mean, moment we, right we can, here. Yeah, exactly. We can talk both points of it. I I fully agree with you. With if you're going to a functional fitness place, be it CrossFit or otherwise, and yes. you are moving your body through multiple ranges of motion, single leg, double leg, no legs, um, look my no hands. And, you know, you're going through, you're going to build up that coordination, agility, balance that you need. Yes. You're probably in this situation. You're probably not going to fall, most likely. Um, But as Sam was kind of leading into, in the event that you might fall, if that person did fall, they would be better equipped and prepared to be able to at least get up go do what they need to do in the catching of the stroller right. before kind of like dealing with the, you know, injuries or, you know, whatever consequences of the fall were. Well, I, I would argue that there's a less of a chance. So there's kind of two parts to the fall, right? Yeah. There's yep. this trip right here. So yep. we're yep. making assumptions based on video and I'm comfortable doing that for our purposes here today, whether I'm right mm-hmm. or wrong. Right foot planted, left foot following, left foot trips on right heel. Right. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And so what yep. what happens is this person is they've got forward momentum. They are not able to get their left foot under their body to plant to continue to move forward. And so instead yep. they just their that right foot drags and they end up like you can see that toe catches and yeah. they fall. Right. So yep. here's my argument. After that tag with that heel, mm-hmm. yeah. a person who regularly engages in physical fitness would have a greater probability of being able to rapidly yeah. and explosively close that hip capsule and yeah, bring get that foot knee up there. Yes. Yeah. Yes, you yes, you would yes. be able to save the fall. So like, yes. I mean, I, I clip my feet going places wherever. Like, I mean, we've got um, like a, a couple like air bubbles in the floor here at the gym and I'll be like kind of like yep. walking sideways or walking backwards in the gym or kind of like explaining things or moving to different stations. You clip your foot on one of those, you do one of the oh god like you know life flashes right. before your eyes but just like that and you don't have to think about it your other foot swivels around to kind of like catch you before you can yes. take a tumble yeah so that's exactly the same as talking about we're like okay you're you're going and you're going like you start moving f- forward faster than your brain can tell things to move yep. you end up clipping your foot for someone who trains fitness regularly that left foot is probably going to be able to swivel around quick enough where you can kind of like you do like a little stumble, but you don't fall. Yeah, and you can and you can keep motoring. Well, and if you want to find a real world example of the foot position and the split jerk, this is it. Oh, that, that literally. Yeah, like one leg drag behind. I've got to rapidly and forcefully drive that other leg out to put it into a stable, supported position. Yep. Had this human being been able to get that left foot forward far enough to arrest, it might have ceased their forward movement. Yeah, but they would have been on their feet and able to recover and move forward and and keep going. Yeah, absolutely. Um, another great example would be box jumps, right? Mm. You jump, and while you're in midair, you rapidly have to, close that yes, hip angle. Exactly, drive those knees oh, yeah. up and get those feet into a position of support. Mm-hmm. So, this is in so many ways little itty bitty ways. I mean, we, we can look at box jumps and be like, you know, it drives my heart rate up, you know, great. Not a hell of a lot of functional moving carryover, you know, and I'll never forget when Spencer Hendel was like, yeah, there's no, there's no real world application for the snatch. It's, I disagree. So much. Well, <laughs> well, I, we don't like, have to go down I, that I, rabbit hole. <laughs> I know, I know, but I, but there, there is, it's, I'm, I'm but not he's go, wrong. I'm not, yeah, so Spencer's wrong. I'm gonna put it out there, um, Spencer. If you're listening, love you, miss you, buddy. But you're mm-hmm. wrong. Um, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the functional carryover for some movements might not be like you know, hey, this is gonna help you. I don't know, vacuum your house faster. I, I'm right. trying to think of like re, you know life situations that people right. would be in. But sometimes it's the you know, hey, if you can box jump really well, if you're running away from someone or something and there's like a half wall, like you can jump up on and over it easier. Sure. Um, and in this scenario that we're talking about, you can you have the ability and the capacity to close your hip angle faster and get your feet out in front of you so you can, you know, stop that forward progress or at least catch yourself. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, my favorite one is for the burpee. Like if you can do a burpee, you will never be the person that is, I mean, we've all seen the, the life alert commercials. I've fallen and I can't get up. Yeah. You know, you've, you will, if you can always do a burpee, you will never be that person because yeah. a burpee is getting down on the floor and then getting up off the floor at the base of it. Yeah. And we can talk about cycle speed and nerd out about like where you hop your feet up and, you know, is it full extension versus not full extension? And, you know, yeah all the different nerdy stuff about burpees that we like because we're CrossFitters. Yeah. When it comes down to it, the main reason, at least for me that I'm like, you know, doing burpees is phenomenal Mm. is because you will always have the ability to get up off the floor. Yeah. Um, if you're down on the floor. And I mean, we have at, um, tilt here at our Sudbury gym, we have a member named Molly. Um, and she's an absolute savage. She's, I believe she's 88. Ooh. And she comes to class two or th- yeah, she comes to class two or three times per week, and we obviously modify things down. You know, we take her snatches from three fifteen to two twenty five because you sure. know. Um, but like she does burpees and she does sit ups and she does squats and to loads and ranges of motion that are appropriate for her. Yes, but like 
that's why, I mean, she, she drives herself to and from the gym yeah, on her own. She cruises around on her own. Like, it, yeah. you know, like I don't have to worry about helping her up or down the stairs. She's got yes. it because yeah. she comes in here and she does the thing. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, that's, that's why we do this stuff. I, so I've had the good fortune to train with, um, a number of high level performers in their field and specifically, uh, in the military. And so I've had, I've been able to learn, um, long range, long range precision marksmanship from a Marine sniper instructor. I was able to spend some time down in Texas doing, uh, hand to hand and close quarters, pistol combatives with, um, a member of army special forces and what I hear said, and I, and I'm highlighting this specifically because these people live and breathe in very high risk, very, um, high cost Mm -hmm. environments where, you know, like let's Brooke Wells is a, is a great example. Brooke Wells, um, got famous a couple years back for being at the CrossFit games and, you know, at the very fucking bleeding edge of her physical capability, she Mm -hmm. tries to put a snatch overhead and she ends up snapping her elbow. Um, and so that's a, I'm going to use this as a juxtaposition. That's like a first world problem example of Mm -hmm. the consequences of being at the bleeding edge. Right. Um, with people in the military, people in law enforcement who are at the bleeding edge, the consequence could be death. And so what I have heard talked about in the military, and it's funny enough, it's the same things that are said by CrossFit trainers, but the the level of risk is just much different, mm-hmm. is you will always fall back to the level of your training. Yep. You know, like if you as a, and I, I've never served in the military. I've never been a police officer, good fortune of working with and learning from these people, but I'm not going to make any kind of ownership statement in terms of like understanding what that's like. Right. But what I have been told by people who have been in that situation is if you approach your training as if it's just another day in the gym, then your chances of surviving in a life or death situation for example, with another human being who is intent on killing you is not great. But if you approach your training through the lens of I'm going to meet another person on the battlefield and this person is going to be the person who I've been destined to come up against and all of my training is going to be put to the test, that puts a different slant on things. And If we, as CrossFitters, day-to-day operations, I'm never, fingers crossed, fucking knock on different kinds of wood, hopefully never going to be placed in a life-or-death situation like that where I've got to, like, muster my inner fucking warrior and, like, defend my family. I pray to God that never happens. Um, My baseline level of training is... I train for good quality movement. I train for good range of motion. I train for good balance. I train to be able to drop into the bottom of a squat and be stable and strong. I train to understand how to press my body weight off of the ground. I train to understand how to create a stable position that can support a load, you know? Yeah. Um, that's my baseline. Mm-hmm. And so that covers a lot of things in life. 100%. 100% it does. Yeah, like that covers so many things. And and now we get to, it covers a lot of things. And we, when I say we, I mean people who regularly engage in training like this are still so much in the minority, it's scary. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and this is why we've got to, this is why we've got to get more fucking people in a gym. Yeah, you know? we've, we've got to do it. There's way more people to, to help than are being helped. Um, 
and and infinitely more that need our help than maybe realize they need it. Um, And I was listening to uh, back when the Icon Athlete podcast existed. That was a great podcast with Chris Spieler and um, Doug. Yeah, and Doug Zacharis, the two good dudes that that have some good heads on their shoulders. But Doug, they made they were talking about um, some sort of podcast and topic with like body composition, and you know, and Doug made the comment. He was like, "The people that need our help the most are probably the ones that want it the least." Mm. Meaning that like the people that need to be in your gym and they need your help desperately are probably the people that are too scared to go into the gym because of either what they look like or what they perceive their ability to be or what they perceive their ability needs to be before they can go into a gym. Um, The amount of times yet the amount of times you hear like, do I need to be fit to do CrossFit? No, man, that's what the program's for. The program takes care of all that. It'll get you you fitness. We got you covered. Um, And, and I thought that was a really interesting line because if we bring it back to like this video and this person, um, like she probably at this point in her life or, or maybe in the moments prior to this, didn't want to go to the gym, didn't have a desire to go. I don't enjoy working out. It's not fun. Um, you know, whatever it might be. And let's be honest, like us as CrossFitters, we enjoy working out and we find it fun. However, the point of it isn't fun when you boil it down and you get down to it it's it's great that it's fun because it keeps us coming back but we're not here because it's fun we're here because of what it allows us to do and the lifestyle and and quality of life that it allows us to live and i'm i'm really wondering and hoping because i have no idea who this woman is in the video i'm wondering if this was a moment for her where she was like shit maybe I need to get my act together and, you know, either get to a gym or work with a trainer or, you know, even just like do some stuff on, on her own, trying to better her fitness and her quality of life. Because in, in my, you know, my amazing lived life experience of a whopping 28 years, um, I feel like people don't make a change unless they're, met with something that forces that change unless you're either in enough pain or you know have you have that oh shit moment that you're like something needs like you're not going to change unless you have the moment where you're like oh shit something needs to change um and until you have that oh shit moment where that kind of hits you like a ton of bricks most people aren't going to do the change because it's hard and it's uncomfortable and going to a crossfit gym where you know, maybe you are this woman who is a little bit overweight and you're walking in and your CrossFit gym is, we'll kind of like paint a picture. You're in like a, a college town and the mm-hmm. average age is 24 and everybody's average body fat percentage is 8% and they're all yeah. ready to go to the CrossFit games and half naked and doing all muscle ups. And you walk into a CrossFit gym and you go, fuck me. What, like, what did I even get into? You're that person is, you know, going right back to their car and going right back home. Yeah. Because they're like that. And, you know, people don't realize maybe that all affiliates are different. That's just one gym. And it just happens to be where it's situated that that's the community. Yeah. There are other options for people, um, especially nowadays where the affiliate numbers are, are greater. But, you know, that can be so intimidating. Even if someone has that, oh, shit moment, they walk into a gym, they see 30, 24 year olds throwing down on Amanda. Yeah. Squat snatching and muscle up and with muscles everywhere. Yeah. And you're like, Nope, this isn't the place for me. And if, you know, if you know a lot of people, you probably know someone that has either done that or did that, but didn't tell you about it. Yeah. So, which is unfortunate because, because we can help these people. Absolutely. And, you know, I think it, I don't think it stretches the imagination to say those people need this more than those fucking 24 year olds. 100% 100% when you're 24 it, it, oh, like you can look at a cookie and lose weight <laughs> so I was talking to we had we have a few younger members here and obviously I that's comment, hyperbole yeah made the comment I was like if you're between and I, I'm sure I stole this and heard this somewhere but it was great so I, I took it um yeah. 
I was like, if you're between the ages of like 16 to 24, you're like within that kind of like eight year range, you're a superhuman because you have Wolverine like healing capabilities. You can go to the gym, <laughs> smash four workouts, go out that night, smash four bottles of vodka, get right. two hours of sleep and then wake up and rock and roll the next day. Like it, nothing phases you at all. No, but you, but you know that like, oh, I know. that's a, that's a thing that humans do and continue to do. And when you're that young, you like you just nothing phases you. You're like, oh, yeah. cool, brick wall, poof, right through it. Like, yeah, it it doesn't matter. Yeah. You have what like if you're between the age of, like 16 to 24, like you were made. It didn't matter what you were gonna do. You were made to be fit. You were gonna yeah. be fit and athletic and all the rest, <clears> and <throat> nothing hurts and it's great. Um, yes. <laughs> And then you get and we old take like it me. for granted. Yeah. <laughs> then you get old like me, and you get injuries every other week. And gosh. Anyways. Well. Um, yeah. The, the the people like that they need it way more than that that twenty two year old that's crushing it and wants to go to the yeah. CrossFit Games. Like that. You know, it's it's great that they're getting in and doing CrossFit and forming habits that will hopefully last them a lifetime. But yeah. that, that's not. They don't need it at that point. Yeah. Those people need it. Well, and it's and we've we've had thank God we've had guests who have talked about this. Like the point of CrossFit is not to do CrossFit. Yeah. The point of CrossFit is to get you fitter defined right. very carefully so that you have a better quality of life. And I have, I've lost track of the number of colleagues I have who, who say that the most important sentence in hundred words of fitness is regularly learn and play new sports. Yep. Like how many people yeah. walk into CrossFit gyms and they become amazing and they fucking balance on one leg and do a pistol and like press a kettlebell at the top, but they never go for a bike ride. Yep. You know, and that's, and don't play like a pickup tennis thing with your friends and right. Just, you know, have a, have a grand old time. Go fuck play frisbee in the park or fucking pickleball's hot i don't know what the fuck that is it looks like it looks like it hard... looks like tennis it looks like tennis it is tennis it, they, it's it, no it's, it's tennis just with a different ball and racket it's they tennis for the it. white claw generation it's oh okay i like the, make that a tagline trademark it uh, you oh, can probably make you, i'm sure you can make some money somewhere just, yeah. <laughs> oh because that's what pickleball is it's it's you're playing doubles tennis Yes. Just with a different ball and racket. That's all that is. Um, now, you want to talk about yeah. some shit. Yeah. Uh, did I send you the video of the people playing like ping pong with a soccer ball and their feet? Yes. So that's, so that's actually been – so the That's table, some shit. Okay, you know, you know about this already. Yeah. So the, the table that that takes place on, it's like it's curved so that the ball comes like when it hits it like comes – at you instead of like kind of bounce up and over you type right. thing makes it makes it so you can keep playing um the table that does that has only been around for a handful of years maybe five to six years ish that that product like the actual table for it however when i was playing soccer in in my youth when you know we're in high school <laughs> like we would take uh all of soccer ball all just, of eight years ago <laughs> yeah yeah um and so no man, I'm coming up on my 10 year anniversary. We have our 10 year anniversary for high school. Um, that's that's really this, cute, <laughs> man. Listen, it was so incredible that like there's a Facebook group that like added everybody to it, and they're like, "Hey guys, 10 year anniversary," and I had to <laughs> laugh. I'm like, because nobody's original at all. Everyone was just the, it was the same comment in various wordings, but it's basically like "fuck, we're old." And yeah. I sit there, I'm like, guys, can we come up with a different comment? There's a hundred <laughs> of you just said the same fucking thing. Um, I was like, so one person says it, everyone just like it. That's it. That's yeah. Uh, anyway, we would take a ball to just like a tennis court and you would use the net and you would play like the, yep. uh, you know, soccer tennis for lack yeah. of a term, um, in, in doubles or whatever else you're only allowed so many touches. It's basically a combination of like volleyball and tennis with a soccer ball. You can only use your like feet, and, yep. you know, soccer things. So we would play that all the time so that like that part of it's not new, but the table is relatively new. Like someone found a way to monetize like, Hey, if we put this out there. But people do it like professional ping pong. Like if you watch yeah. professional ping pong videos, those guys are getting it. Yeah. Um, put some spin on that thing where it's like that thing curved two miles to the left. Mm -hmm. um, I, I would have zero chance. But <laughs> it's like people play that like 
table tennis soccer thing. And it's like a competitive sport now where people like I, I don't play soccer. I play table tennis soccer. And it's a completely different skill set because the ball doesn't touch the ground, so it's wild. What was the what was the? the we were talking about learning and playing new sports. Well, yes, there there is that, but for for years now there has been uh, spike ball, like oh the, yeah, the sport. the ferocity with which people play spike ball actually scares me. Like it's when when the spike ball net comes out everybody's hidden like buried deep down gym class hero comes out (laughs) and that's what that is where it's like when you sit there and you knew these people in school where like you go into gym class and they're like it's my time to shine they're the ones Um, with with a rubber ball in each hand during dodgeball and they're like a fucking sniper and it's It's like me block block i'm calling you out (laughs) yeah death yeah, it's it's that's me. You're talking about me. Yes, that's what, <laughs> we had. I'm the oh, most man. humble. It's yep. Um, it's this is this is actually a fun fact and true story. Um, I don't know whether to be proud or ashamed of this, but I All was right. one of two people. I was one of two people in high school that when we graduated got the the gym class award. You should be ashamed. Um, <laughs> I'm just gonna say that for everybody who didn't get that award, you should be ashamed. Oh my gosh! I didn't what? even like. I didn't even know it existed. We're just in graduation, like, and winning the gym class award is Kevin McCarthy and Josh Woodard. And I was like, "What? The like, okay." I love how you I remember the we, other dude's name. I, yeah, it was because we both. I mean, we share share that bond of we got the gym class award, and I don't know and if that else. meant. I don't know if that meant we took the most gym classes, or we got. I, I don't know if you could say like you, got the best grade in gym class. I'm pretty sure you the could only get an A in gym class. Or yeah. if we were like the top performers in gym class. Wow. Oh man. Anyways. Well, so okay, so let's. Sports. We're horribly off Bring topic. Bring it back. Play so, and learn, uh, learn and play new sports. But regularly learn and play new sports, and that's that's a way of saying that like the things that you, the adaptation that you garner inside of a CrossFit gym and. Mm-hmm. And we're going to keep, we're going to, that's not to say that this can't be earned other places in different training systems or anything like that, but we're going to confine our discussion to CrossFit here. Mm-hmm. The things that you, adaptation that you garner in CrossFit is never meant to make you a better CrossFitter. You know, nope. it's meant to make you a more capable human being. And this video is just the most recent example mm-hmm. of why being a fitter, capable, fitter, more capable human being is important. It's mm-hmm. not because I want you to lose inches off your waistline, though I know there's a strong correlation between, you know, upper body obesity and other health markers and overall physical fitness level. Right? Those things are typically very strongly correlated. Yep. I don't want you to do CrossFit or be fit so that you look better. I want you to do CrossFit or be fit so that God forbid you're ever placed in a situation like this. You have a, you have the best chance possible of being able to perform in a manner that keeps you and your loved ones safe. You know, and that, we can't control or um, what's the phrase I want to use predict or like we can't control shit. One of the, we, we, in Alcoholics Anonymous, we have this thing called the the serenity prayer, right? So the serenity prayer says, um, God grant me the wisdom to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, or no, it's God to grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. And I had a buddy of mine who would say, he'd add these little anecdotes in it. He's like, God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, which is fucking everything. I can't change yeah. a goddamn thing. Yeah. God grant me the courage to change the things I can, which is exactly one thing, and that's me. I mm-hmm. Grant me the courage to be able to look in the goddamn mirror and be honest about what I see and to do something about it. And then the wisdom to know the difference because I'm a goddamn alcoholic and I will forget it. And I will start acting like a God thinking that I can pull levers and pull strings and like yeah. or- orchestrate the fucking world. 
And that's not what we're doing here. We can't do that. The thing that you can do is you can act for yourself. And mm-hmm. through acting for yourself, you can create a better potential outcome in your life and then through that in the lives of the people who are closest to you. Boom. Boom. Be fit, people. Yeah. Go forth, Um, be awesome. Go forth, be awesome. Hell yes. That's my favorite line ever. Um, So I think we could could rabbit hole ourselves on a bunch of different things, but I think this is a good good stopping point for this particular topic. Um, When we come back next time, are we going to have a guest? Are we going to? No, I don't know. Okay. We've got 40 <laughs> fucking topics. Yeah, we got plenty of topics. We've got plenty of guests. We have plenty of people we could have back on as a guest. I mean, That's James true. already said he's got to come back because we can't let Pat have more appearances than him on well, the podcast. Well, now we got to get James and Pat on at the same time and just watch them, like, debate. I mean, you and I wouldn't even say anything. It would just be James and Pat going back I would, and forth. I would take us out of the shit. window and just, like, put their heads there. Yeah, just put the two of them there us leave the meeting just let like them go just, we'll check back popcorn. on them in a few hours just yeah. yeah we'll check back on them in a few hours and let them go but well we'll yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll be back next week we'll have a topic for sure because we have a fucking plethora of them uh, may or may yeah. not include a guest um as usual we don't know what we're doing ready fire aim is our watchword um yeah. thank you for playing along hopefully this and and i'll say this we've said something like this before i'll say this again if you know someone if you mm-hmm. like, especially those people who are closest to you, you know, someone for whom you think they would be served by getting in and doing some fitness. Fuck man. Like, even if you don't have a gym close to you or they won't go to the gym, reach out to me, <laughs> Like, reach yeah. out to Kevin. Yeah. Like, reach out to us. Let us know. We, we are we professional are coaches. To... <laughs> yes. And, and if, if we can't help, we know 17 other people that could. Yes. So if you reach out to one or both of us, um, you know, send talking average fitness a DM, slide right in there. Um, ask for help. Let us know. Let us know what's yeah. up. Either we will help or we will connect you to the person that will help. Absolutely. If it's if that person's not us. Absolutely. So yeah, let's, let's, <laughs> let's make a, let's make a better world. All right. Um, I'm going to go play daddy daycare. Uh, Kevin, Boom. keep, keep being handsome. And I'm going to try my best. I, I know you will. And everybody, thank you for joining us this week. We'll see you next week.